everyone hear me? Can everyone see? Yes. Me? Yes. Akshay, yeah. I'll be pixelated, but yeah, yeah okay. we got it. Because Akshay has like buggered off to some part of the the country. His Wi-Fi is going to be a bit dodge. He's going to keep dropping in and out of this call. But mm. in the meantime, to whoever's here, welcome back, season two. Uh, this yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but before yeah, before I go on, everybody, welcome back. We we made it. I've missed it. It's actually been really weird. It's only been like about three weeks since we stopped since the last episode. Uh, close to a month or we're coming up at this point. But it feels like an eon since we did this, and I've really missed it. So I'm super happy to be back. Um, but what I do want to say is this: this episode will um, go on our Spotify as well as. Uh, on apple as just generally it will go on as a podcast it's currently being streamed live on youtube so if you are listening to this at a later date or probably before the season starts we do this uh, we plan to do more of this on on youtube we've set up a whole streaming thing that we want to get get going you will find bits of these content pieces across the uh, other socials which you will find a link to in the description um so yeah that's um that's basically like my intro spiel for uh, at all but yeah more importantly how is everyone including uh the ghost of akshay who just keeps dropping in and out of the stream it's been good it's been a good break i think football got a bit much this year but uh it's been a good break and excited to be back seems like exciting transfer seasons happening as well oh yeah it's been a very weird transfer season yeah Honestly, I'm not ready for it. If I have to be completely honest, like I, 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 I think maybe another week <laughs> would have helped because I'm really not ready. I've just been really busy ever since uh, the Euro finals. So I would, uh, I would have honestly another week, and I'd probably be back in the group. But is is today is today the uh, UEFA Super Cup finals or is it tomorrow? Yeah, it is. It, it is today. I was at least. I, I think I saw the. It's a Wednesday, right? I mean, it's a Tuesday, right? So I think it, it, it's definitely today. Yeah, that's what I thought. Mm. But hey, can we can we speak about the elephant in the room, or in this case, the tiny little the, man? In of time. course, I think there was. Yeah, I think there was only one place for us to begin, given the monumental news that broke last week. Um. Barcelona somehow somehow snatched victory from the jaws of defeat <laughs> just cuz just how as how things are have been happening for them these last couple of months Leo Messi is no longer at Barcelona because of something um that I have of some stupid rule not stupid rule basically I think a new um a company came in to invest uh, Lot of funds into into La Liga, and as a result of I that, mean that that's of, a whole other uh, thing. That's a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay. I mean, I would I'd love to be educated on this because I I just know that happened, and then Madrid tried to sue them, and then Barca said, "Oh, we can't afford Messi anymore." No, Barca aren't taking that deal either. Mm-hmm. No, they're not taking the deal. This is this is you know you know that thing that they say. Uh, a butterfly flapped its wings in the sahara and it started raining in in the amazon this is something i was thinking the same this is something that happened many many years ago and it's just snowballed into messi having to leave barcelona i'm sure he did not personally he did not want to but it's a, it's just uh, yeah it's like one of those things so if i would explain the the whole butterfly effect it was basically a psg versus barcelona game that led to neymar feeling like he was in in messi's shadow led to him leaving to to psg which made barca by coutinho dembele griezmann <laughs> for which whom they took massive loans and they didn't even negotiate proper deals like their wage bill is insanely high Messi himself is on almost on a hundred million a year wage, something like that. No, so Messi is on a million a week now uh, in PSG. 
Yeah, I mean, at at Barca, he was earning hundred million a year in wages. That's that's uh, effectively two million a week. Yeah, that's two million a week, right? And uh, Griezmann was eight hundred thousand. Uh, Coutinho was something like that, seven fifty. Basically, basically their wage bill was too high. They took too many loans, and then COVID hit, so it screwed their revenue even further. And uh, this year, uh, the La Liga get Tebas wasn't willing to allow any club. Uh, uh, so it's only supposed to be seventy percent of your revenue, your wage bill, or something like that. There's there's a La Liga rule mm-hmm. there. and it's a good rule like ge- genuinely if you were to negotiate proper deals and all it would have been very easy like madrid is within their wage bill quite within their wage bill it's only barca who who inflated their wage bill so much okay mm-hmm. and they tried to do this messi bachao andolon by doing the cvv deal okay okay but it's effectively giving away 10% of your tv rights earnings for the next 50 years for 2.4 billion but over the next 50 years you will earn 200 billion on that which is just crazy mm-hmm. like it, it's like selling today for small cash but losing out on crazy earnings much later so mm-hmm. madrid and barca didn't take the deal mm-hmm. uh and I, i don't think anyone in la liga wants to take that deal except mm-hmm. maybe a few small clubs who are like it doesn't matter if i don't survive today there is no tomorrow to look at anyway right mm. uh, which which led to them saying even if messi had put 1 pound or 1 euro they still wouldn't have been able to sign him at at barca and mm. hence the the biggest the best player in the world has to leave barcelona after 21 years to go to psg no okay i mean that that has happened now with barca and you know they've kind of as you said it was years in the making and not, and we just talk about the cutinios we talk about the dembeles we talk about um the griezmanns because griezmanns transfer fee is one thing his contract is another it is it makes zero sense for anyone to be on 800,000 pounds a week or 800,000 euros whatever the, yeah. the currency the currency that is just an insane amount of money not to mention the other slide deals that they, that that they kept having uh b- between all of this because they had malcolm for a while i don't know where he is now is he in, is he is in russia they had a dude called matthias they had yeah. a bunch of these weird billion deals paulinho was in barcelona and they paid 40 million for him or somewhere around that range uh the year they sold neymar which is which makes zero sense. so nothing nothing worked out right i mean right now both of them are injured right i think dembele and coutinho are injured and dembele. they can't even contribute like dembele, see at least at least messi i mean even if he's paying 100 million you got his worth out of it with blood mm. sweat and goals like you, you got your really, worth okay i'll ask you something i mean and i and i sort of asked this question elsewhere as well Do you, do you really think Messi brought hundred million to the table like easily, the right? Alone, do you think he easily hundred two hundred million to the table in two seasons? So think about it this way, okay? It's not just that Messi. There, there's a stat that Messi brings hundred fifty-seven million to the club in shirt sales. He brings another fifty million. He pays for himself already, dude. he brings another 50 million in brand rights in tv deals in in literally the la liga's revenue going up because of messi being there so his 100 million is pretty much paid for by itself mm. so i think of course he's worth it <laughs> he's more than worth it dude he he brings in more than that he brings in more than 100 million that than you're paying him okay. i mean where do la liga go from here honestly i mean they lost ronaldo 3 years ago now they've lost arguably the greatest player to ever played the sport i I'll, i'll never understand that that's the amount of corruption in la liga you had the two world's best players and the two best exactly. like classicos happening and you didn't capitalize on it at all like for 10 years you guys didn't do jack shit like you're worth half of the premier league or less than half the premier league in terms of tv rights and distribution you're distributing to less than half the countries i won't say i'm like i watch every la liga game but 
I certainly watched a lot of the classicos. I, I I would say most of the classicos, some of the Madrid derbies as well. But now there is just no draw to watch Barcelona Real Madrid. I know they're going to. It's still going to be a classico, but do I want to watch Griezmann face off against Hazard? No, I don't think so. We may not be seeing Hazard much because he's like injured half the time, right? So you may not like even actually see him face off against Griezmann. Uh, I mean, that's not even a rivalry yet, right? Yeah. I, I don't and, know. And now when uh, Aguero's out for like 10 or 12 weeks, 10 to 12 weeks, yeah. like calf injury or something. Right? Yeah, see, again, that's another stupid signing by Barca. The reason City sold him was because they knew how injury-prone he was from last season. Barca went and laughed him up and now they're like, oh shit. <laughs> He can't even play. And it's going to keep happening because he's not going to recover from those injuries. I feel really bad for him though because he, he practically went there to go play with Messi. <laughs> he lands there. Yeah. Messi is like, hey, I can't play. I'm sorry. Did you I mean, they have uh, they have Griezmann uh, and well, Pedri, right? No, I mean, at, at the more I think about Barcelona, and at, at the, they, they were supposed to sign Wijnaldum before he ended up going to PSG. And then I think Wijnaldum and his agent took one look at the shit show that was unfolding there and said, I'll pass. I'll go to Paris. Obviously, still another no. metropolis. And you get paid higher wages. At that you're time, yeah. You're pretty much guaranteed a league title over there. Pretty much. Mm. At that time, he <laughs> just the went team. the higher wage. <laughs> Right. Yeah. He just went where the higher wage was. Listen, he's a mercenary. Let's not talk about him. Like, yeah. very well But he played 60 pool. chess and now he's going to play with Messi. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's not... It's, it was like he was going to play with Neymar and Mbappe. Now it's just like Messi. So. <laughs> and Ramos uh, for some reason. <laughs> that is why I But let's talk about MTT for a moment. And what happened with him? Okay, but I, I just wanted to Let's say that, that yeah. this this whole butterfly effect culminated in Messi going to PSG and Neymar going back into his shadow again. So it came full circle. So no, I think Neymar is the big dog there. I think Neymar. No, you think in a team where Messi there. and Ramos are there, Neymar is a big dog? Okay. <laughs> In all of that, Pochettino was probably sweating, being like, what do I tell these guys? Like, what do I coach? How am I supposed to coach? They'll coach me, dude. Like, what will I tell them? (laughs) No, but uh, I remember, but the the thing is, Messi really respects Poch. He wanted him at Barcelona, but Poch has the Spaniel rule, which he played for Spaniel, Barcelona's direct rival, so he will never coach Barcelona. That's his whole mindset. But uh, Akshay had a point about Umtiti because who kind of is the centerpiece to all of this falling because they they were Umtiti to like uh, get out of his contract and try to sell him. He refused to budge and because of that, the whole house came tumbling down. So basically, it was a house of cards and Umtiti was like the card at the bottom and the moment they pulled the card out, they all came mm. tumbling down. They they also wanted but, to sell Griezmann and he said no. Putin also they wanted to sell. They no. wanted to sell Griezmann last year, but he said I don't want to leave. Why would anybody want to leave? I mean, let me ask you a very simple question: Would you want to leave a cushy job that pays you eight hundred k a week to go somewhere else that pays you probably less than half of what you're earning? No chance. Why would you want to leave that? Yeah, Green, I get it, I but. But Barca's to, trying to blame it on answer. these guys. Barca's it's trying to blame it that fault. these... Yeah. yeah, it's not. You did shitty deals. That's what. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they were high on the 220 million that they received from Neymar. So, like, let's just go and splash the money out left, right and center. It's yeah. kind of ridiculous, right? I mean, um, like some of those deals, they paid 20 million for Vamalin. <laughs> but what back then, like even before, you know, let's say the, the whole Neymar transfer uh, uh, saga that broke uh, broke football really, that they paid twenty million for Vermalen before that. Who pays twenty million for Vermalen? He injured half the bloody time. But okay, Wait, enough about Barcelona. I, I, I let's feel, talk about PSG. Yeah, exactly. That's the, that's the point I was coming to. <laughs> this is the first time. So, if you've been following the NBA, Russell Westbrook just went to the Lakers. They're all, it's a really old team, but it's like, a, it is possibly a super team in the West to combat the Nets in the East, which is again, a super team. The PSG, for the first time, uh, I think, 
City kind of started, got the ball rolling on this. PSG tried to be like build a, re- a decent team around it. Now, after the summer they have had, they just look like, like an absurd team. Let's let's go through the the entire lineup from one one, one minute. Uh, I start, think, before okay. before we start that, I think Madrid mm. started this with the Galacticos. Let me put it out there. Mm. They started the whole uh, building of the super team, and I mm. mean, yeah, obviously it. It had success uh, within within their league, but I think they never had Champions League success with the with the Galacticos. So, so okay, I don't know. We'll we'll probably come to that later. But PSG, does anybody want to go through <laughs> the starting eleven? I just so in goal one person. <laughs> the only person I want to introduce is the man who celebrated like he had ice in his veins. After stopping the winning, uh, like the decisive penalty at the Euros, he didn't realize he'd start. He stopped the winning and, penalty. And then, he I mean, found he out much shut, later. Yeah, he should have just shut his mouth and he shouldn't have come out and said, "Dude, I didn't know that was the last penalty." Yeah, <laughs> like, it looks so cool. Was cold. I was like, "Damn, that is that was that was killer." And then he's like, "Dude, I didn't know that was the last penalty." And, uh, like to be honest, the the better reactions are on the stream of this very channel <laughs> because the three of us, because I think Tushar's stream was ahead of us by a little, so he was getting it just a half a second before we did. So when Jordina's penalty got saved, he went whoa, and then we went whoa, <laughs> and then if you notice the final penalty, it's like Tushar's hands go up first, then Akshay's hands go up, then I just go. Ah. <laughs> It's kind of hilarious. Sid is in the chat saying, told you. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, Donnarumma in goal. Donnarumma in goal. Hakimi at right back. I, 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 I gut feeling, this is my gut feeling. I think they play three at the back. I it makes sense. Even if you go, even if you Kipembe, go on the four, right? I'd play Ramos, Kipembe and Marquinhos. Mm-hmm. Out wide, I'd play Hakimi and Di Maria. So that's, your five. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry, Di Maria or Bernard? Who would you pick? No, Bernard is, is a right back, I, right? He's he, he a left back. No? He can switch, no? Yeah. Hmm. But I play Di Maria on the left. In the middle, I'd, I'd play Verratti and uh, who else? Gay, Wijnaldum. Wijnaldum. Oh, Wijnaldum, Wijnaldum, yeah. No? And I'll tell Verratti, don't touch the ball, just run, run, run. And the three up top, I'll play MNM. Yeah. yeah, there we go. So you make Neymar striker? No, Mbappe. Yeah, you, Neymar plays left, behind. Messi on the right, Neymar on the right. Actually, left. all three can play a striker. <laughs> yeah, all three yeah, they can, can do a rotating. They can do a rotating three. It's similar to what United do. Like yeah. If they use, when they play Rashford, Greenwood, and uh, Martial, on the right. Martial, they keep rotating between them. Yeah. So it's very similar. It's like I'm not saying they're at the same level. I'm just saying they play the same system where they just keep hmm. rotating between them. Mbappe plays more hmm. on the left, no? Yeah, but I'm he saying he plays through the center. Striker. Yeah, he plays through the center and then. Imagine him getting through balls from Messi and Neymar, man. It's just like... That's all. <laughs> Set him up. <laughs> yeah, just... It's like, oh, who takes care of Mbappe? Who takes care of Neymar? Who's taking care of Messi? And then you have uh, just... Di Maria and Hakimi coming, bombing down your wings. is like, boom. Mm. Honestly, I, I would play a double pivot because I don't expect... Out of these five that I just now mentioned, I don't expect... MM and Di Maria to track back at all whatsoever. So I would just play Gay and Verratti and, and ask them. And you have Wijnaldum as a pressing unit. Yeah. So, I mean, depending. Yeah, none of them press back, back, no? Yeah, does. Track back. So you would need two, two people to just sit behind the ball and say, and tell, just sit there like you play your Mourinho ball. Yeah. yeah. Actually, even Ramos has gotten slow. He also needs a lot of pacey cover beside him. I mean, if he's going to play a 4-4-2 or, I mean, 4-3-3, traditional 4-3-3, you would then have to sit with Guy. Your two would be uh, 
Your two would be what Verratti and Wijnaldum, and then your three up front. He can also you play have Marquinhos. You have Kim Pembe. Yeah, Marquinhos can go. Go to CDM, and then you have uh, Bernat or uh, you, Hakimi plays right back, and you you will have Kip, uh, who who plays left back. Uh, Florenzi or Kurzawa? Kurzawa. If they don't sell Kurzawa, so Kurzawa or Florenzi. And then your bench will literally be Di Maria, Icardi, (laughs) Verratti, Herrera. I'm missing somebody. I feel like I'm missing somebody. uh, Does Icardi, do Icardi and Messi have beef? No, because because of Wanda, because he's agent and like there's there's some there's some drama attached to it. But the sound with Messi though. No, but but Messi was on the side that that took the other guys. Uh, I forget who's who Wanda was married to. The the other guy uh, and Messi took his side. So there's that weird situation unfolding. Anyway, that's 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 just like that's more like gossip shit. So no pressure, Pochettino. If you don't win the Champions League this year, it's not that you just have like possibly six of the top of the world eleven in your squad because <laughs> just just how it, how it goes. Um, yeah, this is like what? some insane FIFA team, dude. Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> you know, FIFA. I, I'm going to hate. Team, I'm going to hate FIFA 22 because everyone on online is going to take this team and run. So, oh my God, as we, like, we just I mean, I, I just wanted to talk about like uh, Perez though. <laughs> so <laughs> Wait, what a, Perez yeah. has had a great month, dude. Like amazing month. He's just sitting uh-huh. on the sh- sidelines, like shit talking everybody. Um, uh-huh. So the, the the Spanish court approved his uh, uh, ESL thing. They said it's not illegal for him to try and start the ESL. Hmm. And he's even got uh, uh, the the Barca guy, Laporta, to agree yeah. that we should go go ahead with the ESL. And hmm. uh, <laughs> he's he's like torn apart the CBB thing. He's like he's basically sitting there like a Palpatine and just messing with everybody like. Ah, I told you Messi will go. I told you Barca sucks. Look, Hazard showed up in the greatest form he's ever. Look at the shape. He's not even eaten one burger. Something and all. He's <laughs> said, dude. <laughs> he's just sitting there and shit talking everyone, and I love it. Like he loves it. Like he's watching that Barca meltdown with glee. He's like so, yeah, that, that old uncle at parties that that passes night comments. Not even uncle, more like aunties. Like old aunties be like, oh, look at you. You just put on 15 kilos. It's like, wow. (laughs) (laughs) What are you? Are you not a doctor engineer? Who will marry you? So anyway, that's basically... (laughs) (laughs) That's basically what Perez is doing. So Perez is every Indian auntie ever. But okay, uh, Perez, Perez aside, let's talk about... The league in which the which another Perez plays in the English Premier League kicks off this weekend, and it looks to be a really exciting season because for the first time in a very long time, it looks like there's a there's a maybe a three to four horse title race uh, unfolding because let's be let's be honest, three teams have kind of strengthened a little bit, but they're still lacking in areas. Uh, if you were to like look at Man City, they bought Grealish for a hundred million, saying, "Oh, we will never spend hundred million on a player." Eh. So they spent hundred million on Jack Grealish, and they still ended up losing the Community Shield to to Leicester City, a one 0 penalty in the eighty sixth minute. Uh, Ian Archer's scoring, which further highlights their need for a striker. I don't think Pep gets away this season without playing uh, without playing a striker, and everybody won't quit because they're as tired. As we are of his goddamn rotating uh, issues, uh, you come to Liverpool. Liverpool clearly don't have money. They they put a lot of money. They put they put a lot of faith in Abraham Konate. I don't know if he starts the Premier League, but Van Dijk is coming back, which automatically makes them a threat. Mane looks really good for those who've been following him in preseason. Uh, Robertson is out for a couple of weeks, but besides besides that, Liverpool look like the unit they were. Robertson um, is out before, for a month. Um, a month. Is yeah. it confirmed? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's confirmed. Okay. And um, then you have Man United. United. Just want to mention that Van Dyke may not be as good as he was before he got injured. At at least for the Mm -hmm. beginning of the season, you know. He'll 
set into the team and i guess he'll take a few yeah he he, he will be that two months to get back to what he was earlier i honestly i mean i mean we'll go through it but yeah finish your point ben what you were whatever point you were making no i just want to like talk about the teams that have made good transfer dealings i think leicester city signed this guy called patson daka who looks to be the the next vardy then you have united who have made two very important transfers one i did not see coming so and and the first thing i said when i saw that transfer happen was like oh wow madrid are really fucked because to sell ramos and varan in the same window is unthinkable like you would have never one of two would have gone out and i thought when ramos went that there was no way in hell that madrid were losing varan but lo and behold varan is now moonwalking his way to uh, old trafford it is the longest between time i've seen between a guy who is supposed to have signed for united and who is still not been seen in the shirt i guess this is the world we live in thanks to covid but it is what it is transfer wise is still exciting because um chelsea have more or less i mean it's it's kind of done right they haven't announced it yet but lukaku is back big rom yeah um, yeah big rom is returning so there the next few weeks are going to be very interesting after harry kane mysteriously didn't turn up for training either so we're going to see this little merry go round that that will happen for the next 3 weeks and but in spite of all of that i think now is the right time for us to jump into our season predictions so we start from the bottom and then we'll head back to the top so the three relegation candidates for this season i'll start with you akshay because i'd i'd want to know your thoughts and plus we'll keep the ac bit <laughs> first so who do you who are the the three that you think are going to get relegated and why so i think palace is a sure relegation team because i think they're mm-hmm. trying to revamp their team uh, they they looked quite poor last year and uh, i think they will take a while for them to get back into the groove of things and then i think uh, norwich might be another option of uh, going back down they they always have the up and down relegation yeah, pretty much and uh, promotion battle within themselves mm-hmm. Mm. and uh, for number 18 i think uh, maybe brentford uh, i've never seen them play so i think uh, i don't know how good or bad they are and mm. maybe maybe they might be the eight uh, 30 to get relegated in my opinion i i think i agree with with akshay on his 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 three like norwich are in always in purgatory where they're just switching between uh the premier league they they they're too good for the champions uh thing but championship but they're not mm. good enough for the premier league so they keep jumping up and down mm. uh palace will probably go down mm. um the third one is is something yeah, yet to see like it could be anybody it could even be newcastle mm. um it <laughs> uh i don't know right like last season we everyone thought they're going down suddenly they end up at 11th uh it, it, it's hilarious um those bottom teams like there's no trust on on who who will get that third spot you generally know to almost every season you know to the third guy is mm-hmm. always a surprise but i i'll go mm-hmm. with his prediction on this yeah on brentford is what they're going yeah brentford yeah So your your three are also Norwich, Palace, and Brentford. Yeah. Okay. Sid, floor is yours, my friend. Mm, I think I think the eternal yo-yo team is is going to be in that Nor Norwich. Of course. Uh, uh, I think Brentford survive. Mm-hmm. uh one season and i think they go down the next season mm. uh who's palaces oh, man- oh palace go down i think it's viera right palace is new manager yeah viera is the manager yeah 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 palace go down there's no two unless they bring in big sam like in the middle of uh, november or december and ask him to keep them up i think uh, palace go down uh I think Watford go down as well. I I I know that they have decent Premier League pedigree but 
I just don't think they they have a slightly aging team, so I just don't think they're gonna they're gonna make the cut. I I think it's gonna be Watford, uh, Palace, and and Norwich. I, I, the reason I think Brentford is because I know we spoke about it. I don't know if we spoke about it on the pod or we spoke about it when we met, but they have this moneyball model where they've mapped yeah. uh, mapped themselves to be in the Premier League for one year and then go down and then come back up mm. again yeah. the very next year. So uh, I think I think this just for that because they've they've been so accurate with their predictions. I just I just want to give them the benefit of the doubt with the whole moneyball system. So I think they stay for one year and then they probably get relegated the year after. Mm. So I mean I. I had Palace to go down um, this season, but I don't think that's going to happen because, like, generally the defensive collapse happens in the second season after the manager departs. So when Big Sam first left, um, Slavin Bilic came in and he had Dimitri Payet, and the West Ham team had his defensive uh, nows, had that Big Sam defensive nows, and they carried it through. And then the second half, the second season of, of Slavin Bilic's time at West Ham. That's when they fell apart. So at number 20, I have Norwich. For the sheer problem, is that they don't have the money to invest in a squad. They're too good for the championship, as you guys rightly pointed out. But there is a jump in, uh, in class when it comes to the Premier League. And they still have Daniel Farker, right? And Daniel Farker is good, but he... Like, the, the pulping that they received the season before last is quite, was quite sad. And I don't see that changing. So I, I feel... I see them going straight back down. Good, uh, I mean... Good bet on, I mean, it's a good, you, could, you can't take a, a bet on Pookie on the first day of the season because he usually starts the season on fire. Um, but, after, yeah, but after that, uh, I, I'm not quite sure. I have Watford going down at 19 because, uh, do you know Watford have 10 strikers? Yeah. What? I mean, 10 classified they, strikers. Because they've, you go, <laughs> you try like FP to Watford, dude. Ismaili Shah as a striker, like how do you? He's a he's a mid, he's a midfielder uh, in the game, uh, at least on FPL anyway. So they have some guy called Perica. There's, there's just he's a very rank. Jo, uh, jo, Joao Pedro is also there somewhere, um, but I, I think the, they don't score many goals. They they've been playing trialless in prison. They're going down, dude. Troy Deeney is old. You can't possibly like string them along. They have, I think Watford and Norwich. Greg Cathcart. The dude was old Greg like Cath- two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> no. But, but I see a, a big fish falling into uh, the pond this time. I, I feel... I don't know. I could be completely wrong on this. This is a very left of field take. I feel Southampton go down. No chance. I knew you were going to say Southampton. They might. I feel. They might. No chance they're going down. No, I just, no I, way. I, I, see, now Danny Ings is gone. She Adams is. Yeah. They just striker. bought a striker today, just they, from Blackburn. Literally. He's 19 yeah. years old. So what? They have Broja also. Broja and who? There's somebody else they signed. No, they, they signed two young kids. The team is is too young and also has a noodle can't defend for shit. It's it's like it's it seems like a recipe for disaster. I just, okay, listen, listen. <laughs> Sometime in September or October they're gonna lose nine nil, and then they'll. Come back. <laughs> but there's no ings. That's the problem. Yeah, there's also no signings. So, <laughs> <laughs> but ings was injured for most of the last season anyway. So it. Yeah, like and they still got, exist, right? And, and they still did pretty well. Listen, let's do a let's do a forfeit, Aben, me and you. If if the Saints okay. go down, I do a forfeit. If, if the Saints Saints stay up, you do a forfeit. We'll decide the forfeit closer okay, to the. Well. Uh, closer. I had, I had Palace going down, but I feel I feel what is going to happen with Palace is they're going to start the season well because they've looked good in preseason. But when when they hit the skids, where I would be unable to handle it. They'll kick him out midway through the season and they'll get somebody to come uh, stabilize the ship because they have a team defensively, ca- defensively capable of staying in the league. So I think Elsa is know. out for a very long time, isn't he? He is, yeah. He, like, he did his cruise ship, so I think he's not going to be at, cruise ship or uh, Achilles, around for a while. Which one? One of two, I'm sorry. Probably is Achilles. 
So yeah. either or that that injury is like six to eight months anyway. So they're going yeah. to miss He's that out visit. for until maybe uh, next next year. Feb March at least. Mm. So so no no he was no one essay, of the so. biggest outlets last season. Okay. So instead of going from you know like mid table, let's who do you think is pulling off the great escape? I'll start. There is only one team in this league that continues to like pull off great escapes. <laughs> that is of course our beloved Newcastle United. <laughs> they, <laughs> and I only and I put this down to Graham Jones because Graham Jones he was with the English setup before he he came to Newcastle. He kind of seems to be the leader of that of the managerial staff in at Newcastle. So I don't see a lot of. uh what do you call it? um i i i see them just about staying up because callum will if callum wilson stays fit that's that's again very important last year they scored 11 goals in the last nine games or something along those lines or nine goals in 11 games uh, in in the last uh in the season before last and now they signed joe willock on a, on a on a transfer as well and like he's not part of the newcastle setup there's goals in that team and you can excuse the the uh Uh, you know the, the the once in a while pulping they'll receive at the hands of a, because bruce is like scared but i think they they will stay up and i feel a lot it will be largely thanks to the goal contributions they have in midfield and some super acrobatics from uh, from their goalkeepers they have two very nice goalkeepers dubravka and dalo are both really good on their day so i have them staying up who do you who is your great escape that could get relegated but probably won't I think I think Newcastle. I, I have to agree because they they sort of just make the cut only because of what you mentioned, only because of their strikers or rather the forward-looking players like your Miguel Almiron, Joe Willock, Callum Wilson, yeah. Ryan Fraser. Did I miss out anybody? Who's the Who's the Brazilian dude? I forgot. Uh, Joe Linton. Joe uh, Joe Linton, yeah. Yeah, Joe Linton. I don't know. I think I don't know how he's going to be this season. Yeah, even uh, ESM is part of the team, right? Oh, of course. How can we? Ali Shane Maxim. Yeah, but only if he's yeah. only if he's fit, because again, injury. Like problem, I was injured, but like, when he's fit, man, that that guy is. I I feel like he deserves a better team than Newcastle. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's not always injured, right? He's not constantly injured. Yes, sir. He plays. I think he was injured for more than half the season, right? No, that was the, the season wrong. before that. Not, not last no, season. No, this season. Okay, that was the season before that. Okay, guys, I think it's time we move. Uh, I mean, do you, I'm sorry. Before we do, either of you have great escape teams? Are, are we all agreeing with Newcastle? Yeah, I mean, I, I might say Watford. Why? Because I didn't pick them in my my bottom three. He said Newcastle is mm-hmm. going down. Yeah, and he said Watford might stay up. Yeah. Stay um, up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. I I think so. I think we have seventeen through twenty. I think all of us can agree that our seventeen through twenty is pretty much similar. It's, yeah, it's, I, mean, it's, uh, I think Watford might be might pull off a great escape over here. Yeah, but I feel like as as Sid mentioned that, like, all our teams are going to be more or less. I mean, this we've predicted the four same four teams to hang around between seventeen to twenty. Now um this is possibly one of my favorite segments of this show it's called where will arsenal finish because i want to talk about <laughs> where arsenal are going to finish because they have recently spent 50 million on on a defender in ben white, ben white. in my opinion good signing very good signing but they have better than greelish <laughs> according to them <laughs> <laughs> they had one of the better defensive records in the league already that's not where they need the money they need the money up front because if i'm being completely honest they have two duds as who just can't finish to save their lives there was one excellent striker in abameyang i don't know what has happened it's like somebody um you know have you seen space jam and the monsters come in like suck the the life out of charles bark like the the skills of charles barkley and and the and the rest it feels like obamang is somewhere somewhere there and it's just that like it looks over he he looks disinterested lacazette keeps shaving his head trying to be andre he looks really bad regardless 
Pepe, I think, could possibly have a, an interesting season. I, I kind of have hope for Emil Smith Rowe because I think he's generally one of the more talented players in that squad. Two two players. They can they need to sell everybody else in that squad. They keep Smith Rowe and they build and they get and they keep Saka. They can build around them. And I think the defense also has kind of got a blueprint um for something special. But all that being said, uh, the, I, I doubt they've they signed a guy called uh, Lokonga, who is who also looked very preseason. Um, so yeah, but anyway, where do you think Arsenal are finishing? We'll start with Akshay again. We'll go to Tushar. We'll go to Sid. Then we'll come to me. Well, I have them finishing same position as last year, eighth. Just they've just missed the uh, the Europa Conference League as well, and uh, I think because they don't have any attacking threat as of. Like as you were mentioning, so let's mm. see. Hopefully, hopefully they finish lower than that as being a United fan. <laughs> but uh, let's see, yeah, how they how they progress the season. Okay, Dodds. <laughs> well, they don't have the distraction of Europe yeah. or or uh, the Conference League. <laughs> so, <laughs> so with. Uh, with no i don't even know what is conference league thursday night football thursday <laughs> night, night football it's, it's like, thursday night football it's, not it's distracting the them Europa league. <laughs> with that not distracting them they might actually finish and qualify for the conference league next year i mean <laughs> so <laughs> which might be a big win because arsenal in europe i mean that's great right uh, yeah they might finish like 7th uh some 8 or something like that yeah honestly i was finishing 6 i think and 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 dots to uh, gave one of the reasons i think they'll finish 6 and that's because they don't have any other distractions uh i mean yeah you have you have to play the calling cup or whatever they're calling it these days league cup calling cup i don't know uh but apart from that the fa cup doesn't come a, uh, come around until january Uh, Obamayang's indifferent season last year. I don't think he repeats that. I think is he out of contract next year? I think so. Yeah. I just think this year, and I, I don't know. Whatever my gut feeling is, Pepe has a breakout season this season. So, uh, I have them finishing sixth. See, uh, if they qualified for the conference team, uh, team uh, league, they would be my great escape team. because there is i have never looked i mean they're not that score. bad dude <laughs> they're no, not trust me they, are, they, they can be <laughs> because i've never looked at them and gone i can see wolves beating you i can see villa beating you i can see leeds beating you i can see united beating you united even though they never beat nottata some stupid rule i can see chelsea beating you i can see newcastle beating you i can see every team in the every team in the league can beat them and last time and last time we saw when they hit the skids they went into free fall and it took some bizarre result against chelsea um that which kind of like saw, saw them uh, get a swing in their momentum but that being said without the distractions of europe so i mean we have to take into account that when when chelsea didn't have europe last they won the league two reasons one because they got a phenomenal manager with them and they didn't have to worry about the the three day uh, congested week fixtures that most of the teams were playing when it comes and so when ultimately it comes down to this season i don't feel the manager is, is good enough for them so i think they finish 6th and they possibly still finish behind spurs i think spurs have the better season they look better than them but i agree with said for the most part i think 6th uh, is where they finish so now i think what we'll do is we'll we'll quickly look to wrap this up we'll go top 5 to 1 uh 5th being who you think is about to miss out on top 4 and we'll go 4 3 to 1 uh, accordingly And so, Akshay, we'll start with you. Who do you think misses out on top four, and who are your four for the? Who are your three to make the top three, and who is winning the league? I have uh, Leicester missing out on the top four race. Um, oh man! Okay. Yeah, and because they they always like start good, have a good season running through, but somehow they end up just missing out the last stretch of the season. And then number four would be uh, Liverpool. for me mm. because they've because of the i mean just how they've been playing and the other teams that i have have had better transfers this season and hopefully they'll be able to you know get better results than them 
I have uh, mm. Chelsea coming in third and mm. United coming in second. So you so you have City finishing top of the league. Of course, yeah. I mean, I don't think there's two doubts about that from from any of us. If if I'm correct in this. Yeah, I agree with you. I think Leicester miss out on top 5 or top 4. They would have made it, uh, but with Wesley Fofana being injured, James Dustin still has to come back. I'm not sure if Harvey Barnes is training, so um, fall off earlier this year, this season than they did last season. And they, I think fifth is good for that squad. Maybe uh, they, maybe they make a top four push the season after. Um, but we have we have to see uh, what happens in fourth. Um, this is this is going to bum me out. But in fourth, I have um, I have United finishing fourth only because there is a a striker deficiency in the, at the club because one Rashford is out for at least October. You don't they say October. You won't see him till December, in my opinion. Martial is very hit or miss. Uh, Cavani just came back, so I don't think he's going to be fit. Bruno, at some point, is going to run out of legs. Um, Sancho has to get the the jump from Bundesliga to uh, the Premier League is is quite difficult. I don't so the, he's going to take some time to get used to. Uh, crowds are back, so I don't think the away form is going to be as good as it was last season. And all of these factors um, point to maybe a fourth place finish. I think Liverpool finished third because they um, Salah and Mane. This is this is that last spurt before. Um, that team collapses. I feel that they're, they're, they're there. Uh, this is that one final season they have, at least the, the front three before they need to be revitalized. So Salah, Mane and Firmino and Jota for that matter, the way they ended that season, I expect them to pick up uh, from uh, exactly where they left off. They look fit. Everyone's back, again, as we alluded to with, uh, with the exception of Robertson. I expect them to finish uh, third. Second, I have Man City, and I this is on a condition, is that they don't get Harry Kane. And I feel maybe a 70-30 at this point that they don't because Levy will drag his heels and keep Kane for another season, let him go the year, the year after. I think... Um, hmm. Actually, you know what? Can I take... I, I might take the Leicester option back because I just realized I have... I said Arsenal finish... Sixth, and I said Spurs finish above them. I think Spurs finish fifth. Uh, I think Leicester finish seventh, and Everton, as per usual, finish eighth. Because what other positions are available, Everton, except finishing eighth? So I, I take that back. So Leicester, I don't think. I think the quality and squad, uh, the, the drop off in quality is past them. They have one centre back playing um, in Amate, and and I think Soyuncu is, is the other one. So they're in seventh. I think Spurs look good, but I feel they have enough to grind out. Um, wins to uh, to come fifth. I don't think they crack the top four. I think they make uh, the top five. Which brings me to my Harry Kane point, where I think he sticks with Spurs um, this one season, and then they let him go because it's just purely from. And if Chelsea get Lukaku, and I think it's more or less done. I think I see Chelsea winning the league because defensively they are absolutely stubborn. And with the chances that Lukaku gets on the other end, I feel at least against the, the the smaller teams, which is where you really need to win. You don't need to lose the big games, the top six games, but you need to win the smaller games. And Lukaku is notorious for being a flat track bully. So you have Havers coming into his second season. You don't expect Werner to have as shitty a season as he did the last time. Mason Mount is only going to get better. Um, you have to think... like. That team is on the that Champions League result is going to push them, in my opinion, to uh, to the Premier League title because that reinstills a sense of belief in uh, in them that they can go get it. Big Rom is not yet signed, so it might still take him a week or two before he gets into the uh, into the groove. Uh, Liverpool still don't have Robertson. Van Dyke is coming back from injury, so uh, they could be a little bit shaky. Uh, so yeah, I just think City the. the if they play the way they played last season, not not the last game of last season, or not the first game of this season, uh, but if they play the way they played previously to that, I just think uh, everybody's just going to be playing catch-up. And the first of the losers, I think, 
and a lot on on how i don't think like you like abin said he gets away with it without a striker kdb is looking increasingly injury prone uh gundogan unless he has some super saiyan season like last season he's not uh, he's not going to be as effective the only thing is that they have like a double team like uh their squad depth is huge uh but in those tight games you, you need a good striker so so i i'll go with being a chelsea fan i'll go with city coming second and chelsea finishing first because uh i actually believe in tuchel's system i believe that he knows what he's doing i think he can go week in and week out and challenge i think he can challenge for the title but i think it's going to be very 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 close there's only two uh, ways the chelsea season goes either it's like it's it's amazing or it's absolute hellfire there is no middle ground it's all it's like one of two Uh, but yeah i i mean we always challenge for one trophy or the other right we always reach a final yeah. at least and we we mm-hmm. invariably win a trophy um yeah i don't see us doing champions league this year especially with with op like <laughs> op psg this season um so i think yeah premier league is where i don't i don't see us going that far so i think premier league is where where we'll make it we will make it count um if i were to go the the other way uh i think wolves would finish 6 um mm-hmm. uh tottenham 7th arsenal 8th villa 9th and uh, mm-hmm. i think everton are the so if you've ever seen this dante's inferno seventh circle of hell and the seventh circle <laughs> is basically when you have to do the same thing every day for infinity okay <laughs> and that's basically everton where since the start of the birth of the premier league they have been consistently mid table mid table like 10th 9th 10th 9th and there's no not enough investment for them to go up or challenge there's not enough they're not that bad that they go down and people are scared so there's no excitement it's just like there's no heartbeat at all it's just flat lining So that's Everton's position at 10th. It's like Arsenal yeah. 4. I mean that used Arsenal to be Arsenal 4. Arsenal 4 is like it's a bad yeah. dream. Back yeah. in the day. Like yeah. They would love yeah. 4. I, I, I actually think in the Premier League right now, finishing top 4 is really hard. Like with the number of teams yeah. competing and the quality, it is hard. It is hard. Yeah, there are many teams competing for top 4, top 6. Top yeah, I mean you already have the big 6, right? Yeah. So the big 6, yeah. yeah. Unlike unlike the other leagues where there's like only one or two teams, two two or three teams. Maybe four. Teams. Maybe the others have have top four and like in this situation. Not it's, really, uh, right? Like yeah. La Liga is three. Mm-hmm. Uh, By, uh, Germany have the two. league one is just one. Germany has Bayern and then sometimes Dortmund tries, but not really. And sometimes Leipzig. Yeah, the, the French league only Leipzig has sector. the one PSG. Which they who lost last year? I mean, I think yeah, who lost? Uh, yeah, no, they won yeah, in the so, end. Did they? No, they didn't. No, Lille won. They, they lost the league. They, yeah. Also, uh, I mean, one thing, uh, but one thing I just want to mention uh, before we we wrap the show, I think, I think this is one of the closest seasons. I I personally I believe this is one of the closest seasons we're going to have with respect to. uh the winner with the uh the winner of the league i just think that the last few seasons uh, apart from the season where uh city won it in the last literally one swing of company's leg i think uh uh the pretty much been <laughs> uh, uh i thought he was going to say it again i literally thought he was going to say same, it again yeah, same yeah. <laughs> I, said, I, said last, I, i said last few seasons i didn't say it. Nine years. Uh, okay, they're pretty much uh, been. They're pretty much been like walk, walk, uh, walkovers. Like City won it uh, two two consecutive years. They won it walkover. Then then they Liverpool. had it. yeah. Then Liverpool won it walkover, and then City again last year won it in a canter. I think this season, I think it's just going to be a lot close. Uh, maybe they'll still win it by maybe four or five points. I'm not saying that they won't win it, but I just think that it's not. Gonna, they're not going to win it in in April. I just think it's going to go down to the last two games. Yeah, I but oh yeah, by the way, by the way, guys, Jasmine is back in the chat. 
she says uh, they say hi gentlemen great to see you all again uh, i may uh, have missed uh, some bits but did you all mention something about a who's got again league yes john a who again league is back i mean rather is starting tomorrow uh, we were waiting on sid because it has been had a busy week when he comes back he he'll probably let us know when it's all going to take off and uh, i think we i'm this is the point where we look to wind up the episode we'll do sir and i probably as well as tushar will be in for an fpl heavy episode on thursday because as you know the deadline kicks off on on friday akshay remember <laughs> to like set your team akshay might not be in uh, in on this, on that stream for us but he's definitely sending us his like starting his his thoughts because he is our go to statman for the season anyway so we're looking forward to it we expect to see content on youtube uh, around akshay in the next few days yeah. like i i'm 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 looking i'm really looking forward to it more than i'm looking forward to like uh, the other guys cuz i told i've told akshay I, i want this to be exciting i want to see what uh, he's, he's somewhere very sick right now i want to see something like exciting exciting thing doesn't happen this week i'm sure it will happen next week onwards it's, it's definitely happening okay i think we're we're going to like close off this episode cuz we all want to go sleep um just before i go golden boot winners for for the season who and why i bet i bet against him once i'm not going to bet against him again i think uh, it's going to be that man harry kane to sure uh, whether he plays for spurs or city i just think either way he's going to be the top scorer it doesn't matter which team he plays for. yeah i also feel like it's going to be harry kane i think uh, sala's going to sneak it in this year for some reason i have a i have that in that intuition I think Liverpool split it a lot right Mane and Salah they don't yeah. pass but I think the last two seasons I think Salah's Salah's been outscoring Mane like yeah but down. like in the end if you if you if you go back and look at the results in the end Mane was was sort of <laughs> uh carrying the weight uh, of the Liverpool. I mean all the important goals he scored right all the winning yeah. goals he scored yeah I don't know why I've been laughing. No, nobody's ever called him Sale. The combination of both. Everyone has like a nickname. They're going to call him Sale. <laughs> I I got confused there mid mid thought. It's fine. Well, you may have. Him but, that but no, seriously, like who's your golden boot, though? Ben. Mine. <laughs> If he plays for Spurs, he's winning the golden boot. If he plays for City, he's winning the golden boot. There's only one award he cares. He may not win trophies, but he'll win golden boots for sure. <laughs> It's going to be Kane, which is as like as actually mentioned, the the one-two combo of Salah and <laughs> Liverpool <laughs> are going to split split the goals. I think Salah might as well because he's on pens. He might. finish a position behind him i think i would say lukaku runs kane close the season uh, given tuchel's system that that could be an interesting battle because lukaku again flat track bully he sees look i mean okay this is a thing dushar will start noticing lukaku will never score the opening goal or very seldom will he score the opening goal when you have to stack pad he'll show up i'd be like be a two nil up he will like now nah, we'll go score three and he'll like make it look like it's an insane game Uh, so I the only thing, the, uh, yeah, the only thing I'm worried about is his first touch. Like his first touch is so bad, it's insanely bad. But that's what you need. No, no. And no, I don't no, think no. I don't. If his first touch. If his first touch stays in Stamford Bridge, I think you should clap every time his first touch stays inside Stamford Bridge. Yeah, It'll probably be in Craven Cottage or or like Selhurst Park or something like that. <laughs> Yeah, I think he's very wasteful on goal. Like everything flies up. I mean, either it bangs it in or it just flies somewhere. Like God knows where. But yeah, I think Tuchel's is- system system itself is like like last year we had like seven or eight people who who scored like for four or five, four, five, six, four, five, six goals. So I don't think they. I don't think Big Ram will take it this year. Uh, what's what's the Golden Glove Pickford again for you, Abin? See. I was like charmed by Pickford. Okay, so no, because because great, in this tournament there's actually no, 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 golden yeah. club. So there is right. So uh, and then I saw him against <laughs> United in preseason. I had him in my fantasy squads. Very quietly went and kicked him out. <laughs> so because 
Pickford, English Pickford versus Premier League Pickford are two very different people. One saves uh, penalties, one keeps letting the ball in from extremely stupid angles. So, I, I think Golden Glove this time Edison because City will keep the ball uh, six days to Sunday and then um, he's just going to take it up. I think there's no... He's one of the last two years he's going to win it again. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and anyway, we'll, we'll be back again in, in two days to discuss uh, the FPL teams. So thank you for tuning in. Uh, if you're catching this at a later date, which you probably are, thanks. <laughs> Take care. Have a good one.